0: Brooklyn radio, I right? This is how we doing it, New York
1: style.
0: This is small talk. My name is DJ Ayers. I've got three guests today. Uh, one of them sounds just like me, and his name is DJ Ayers. Y'all.
1: <laughs> Hello, uh, I am Nick Ketch-Subs, uh of Elizabeth, New Jersey, and Brooklyn, New York. We are recording this live. From the Fool's Gold Records office, a label I run with my friend, A-Track, and a gang of talented youngsters.
2: True more than ever now, the talented youngsters. So ill.
0: This is Sammy Bananas.
2: I'm, I'm Sammy Bananas of uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, and Brooklyn, New York. Um, yeah.
1: And we're, we're, we, we all gathered here today uh, to do an in-store for Sammy's... Nonprofit organization, DJs Against Climate Change. Well, let Jess introduce herself first.
3: I'm Jess. You may also know me by Jubilee. I have a show on Brooklyn Radio also called Fireworks, and I'm from Miami and Brooklyn.
0: Jewish much?
3: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: <laughs> if you're from Miami and Brooklyn.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess it could be a lot of yeah. things, though.
0: I went to see the, uh, the Nets play last night. And I feel like it's not that Brooklyn of a team because there were no Hasidic Jewish players.
3: Do you know how excited Miami is about the Nets though? Why? Like I don't know. I think it's the Knicks thing. Like all of my Miami friends are like
0: because they hate the Knicks.
3: Super stoked about the Nets.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like including Mets fans myself. It's can nice to have enough... with Boston sometimes because because right. Boston is going to beat the Yankees. Exactly. Really,
1: I think what Brooklyn uh, Nets really need is a sort of like hometown player. Ala, uh, when Beatnuts used to rap about Felipe Lopez, like right, you, you yeah. know what I mean, like like just like a random dude that's
0: just sort of like. Um, I was uh, going to therapy on Saturday and <laughs> I had to park like on the other side of Fourth Avenue in Park Slope, uh, and it's the warehouse kind of area, and a Jewish guy stopped me and made me come inside and turn the lights on.
3: For that's him. never happened to you before. No. How long have you lived here?
0: Oh, 12 years.
3: That's in 12 years in Brooklyn. It's now, never 14. happened to you. Yeah, yeah, so they turn do. the light, so
2: I don't know anything about this. This has never what? happened to me. I think
0: I look like it's such a... a Gentile. I just, I'm not going to be helpful. Well, Oh,
2: Oh, right. Okay. I know now. Yeah,
3: they know they okay, do that all the time. You're
2: Orthodox and you can't operate machinery on
0: the you Sabbath. You get
3: mm-hmm. hipsters to do it. Got it. <laughs> this Williams has never Park. happened to me. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So, some, my therapist, I told her about it, and she said that they have in their buildings, ele- the elevators on Saturday. Every floor. Stop at every floor yeah. because they are not allowed to touch the buttons. And then somebody else told me a story about if you tie a string to your apartment <laughs> to the bodega, like on <laughs> Friday, and as long as you're holding onto the string, you can go to the bodega and back in your, like, what? somehow still inside.
3: no. That's not true. But when I was younger, is that much worse though? Huh? Is that much worse?
0: No, than, it's the same
3: thing. The elevator not thing is like touching things
0: and like not switching the light no. switch.
3: But I remember when I was younger, we I used to go to this like youth group, Jewish youth group, and it was the youth group itself was kind of religious, but we weren't religious, and we were um, in some hotel, and we didn't show up to services because we were assholes, and the the counselor about the time he got up to the top floor, he had to walk up like. 20 flights of stairs so we were in so much trouble only because he was so mad that on that Saturday he couldn't take the elevator
0: yeah (laughs) I mean it's a good thing that September 11th wasn't on a Saturday
3: wow wow
0: (laughs) I like
1: when uh, the Hasidic Jews bought ecstasy from Q-tip in that movie (laughs) what movie was that the one with uh, Jesse what's-his-face
0: doesn't ring a bell.
1: From Zombieland, not Michael Sarah, the S- other Jesse guy. Starberry. What? Yeah. No, that movie Holy Rollers. About the <laughs> what? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I bet you have it on Blu-ray. Catch Deanie with the randomest pop culture movies. references mad, ever. It's a, it is a deep failure of Netflix that they don't let you share playlists. Like if We've, you could I've share, like Spotify really is for a problem. If you could yeah. share the Netflix cues the way that you could share, like mad people get on Spotify and think they're DJs. Like yo, look at this old song I found.
0: Remember the oh. artifacts?
2: That's crazy. I work for a magazine. Fucking.
0: It's like Spotify needs to stop emailing me shit, or either I need to figure out how to t- turn that off. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not bad that life, but no. uh, I will say that Netflix has not
1: embraced any form of social media which is a failing because people
3: like Except to, their manic emails people
0: like to tell one another about what they like it's just human nature on the other hand thank god netflix is not connected to facebook like if you had if, if there was one more fucking thing <laughs> i'm going it's could,
3: making me insane
0: like, just thinking about it why right? does
3: why does Facebook need to see what I bought on Groupon DJ
1: Ayers has watched Phineas <laughs> yeah. and Ferb season
0: 3
3: yeah yeah that's I,
1: the
0: other thing is if you have kids it completely fucks up your Netflix <laughs> like recommendations because <laughs> it's like because you're watching like Into the Void and then you right, know yeah, exactly. That's exactly the backyard, backyard clues yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's bad enough that you can't watch anything like that you can jerk off to because you're (laughs) married and your wife is gonna see (laughs) your cue and like is gonna see what what you played, but (laughs) but beyond that you also have all this kid shit that's like fucking up your recommendation swag. Yeah,
2: that's the worst.
3: Can't you just do two? (laughs) That's the worst thing that's ever happened.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, Um, Jess, tell me about what's going on in the Rockaways. uh Uh, december 5th 2012
3: december 5th uh i mean it depends on where you go there but right now there's there is power in a lot of places there's still no heat and everybody's kind of going through fema money drama like some people had their whole house wiped out and it's like oh you're getting twenty thousand dollars
0: right yeah and they're like Cool, you know. People are also being kicked out of hotels right now. Like there were people yeah. who were given like a month in a hotel, and there's people who are being who are becoming homeless or go, having to go to homeless shelters. Yeah, because that's all they had.
3: Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Like
0: who how, who in your family lives in uh, far Rockaway?
3: Um, I have one, two, two aunts there with their family, my grandmother, and my cousin who had just moved out and gotten a new place, like, fully furnished. And it's pretty much destroyed. He's younger um, than my uncle, who lives across from the church, which a few of our friends went to go see, and his wife. And
0: uh, Marshall, right? like Mark. R- no, 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 no. That dude, Marshall, was, was doing all the, that work. Do you know him? Uh-uh. Know, anyway.
3: No, Skinny went out there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Justin Timberlake was out there.
3: Was he? Yeah. I know my, my It's funny because like my parents are, like grew up there and they're from there, and nobody really leaves that town. So like I'll be there on the beach with my mom, and she'll like be like, "Oh, I'm on one hundred fifth Street. I'm gonna knock on this person's door, and they're still there." So like, they're like, in a way, they were so excited about like Rockaway being cool every five minutes on facebook my mom would be like see Rockaway's is cool oh
0: yeah because like rockaway taco and all yeah that. so like so does your grandmother like surf did she surf when she uh when she first moved out to rockaway
3: my dad still surfs he does my dad surfs during hurricanes like in florida <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> i like when you when you when
1: you post uh pictures of you and your dad shopping
3: yeah. On oh. Facebook.
1: Like, we're at Walmart and we're trying on Chewbacca costumes.
3: Yeah. My mom was so mad because she found this North Face jacket she really wanted. And my dad was like, no, you're not buying that. And then there's like the Swamp Thing suit that's like $150. The, 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 the ghillie suit. And my dad's like...
0: Mikey Palms owns that <laughs> suit. Yes, I I'm believe sure. it.
3: I totally I'm believe sure it. i sure Yo,
1: I feel like he must have an <laughs> ill survivalist gear. Like just at, at the ready. He also has a 3-month-old baby. Yeah, but he's got to protect her. I feel like once you have kids, you should have like survivalist shit
0: at the crib. Um I mean, you've been watching too much of The Road. Like if no. that shit went down, it, your kids wouldn't be taking that trip with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. Wow, so two two young kids. <laughs> Yourself you are like, "Yeah, man, if it can't, if went there, like if I had to go on the road, if I was trying to, you know, like gather no, my pickles have kids, to go to go ahead on the road, they they'd somewhere. have to leave.
1: Waiting. I'd leave them arrow? I'd be like, "Yeah, because that because it's like the gun, someone could use it on you, but I feel like the bow and arrow, you could kind of like." You're saying
0: you would shoot your children with the bow and arrow? So you <laughs> no, have to take them the on the road. Attackers and zombies. I'm just saying that that young white girls are going to be a real commodity after Ragnarok comes on December twenty first.
2: Yeah, so, get it. Uh, what is that? Is that didn't, didn't you hear you already? So. It was two thousand and two. They
0: did the math wrong.
3: Yeah, because it, it, <laughs> the leap years didn't count. Yeah. That doesn't.
0: What? That doesn't matter. <laughs> It's December 21st, 2012. Okay. Don't you have the internet? Oh, wait. I, yeah. th- the internet told me that it was supposed to be 2002. Jess, um, you've gotten really into the mayor of Newark on Twitter. <laughs> Boy, that <laughs> guy is the awesome. the best
3: Twitter account he's ever. Weird. He's going
2: he's, he's to be like president of the yeah. United States. No, that dude Watch is Watch out for Cory it. Booker. Stay tuned.
3: <laughs> Cory Booker, two thousand. It's going to
2: be a while, but he's yeah. on it. He's going to be governor of New Jersey first. That's why, Nick, you should pay attention, because he's going to be governor of New Jersey.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Nick's battery is dying. Hold on a second.
1: What's your No, white people are doing some bugged out shit, but on the positive side, how good was Kenneth in Wreck-It Ralph? That was that yeah. Was, that was, that was a crowning white achievement of 2012. Kenneth in Wreck It Ralph.
0: Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, um, it's too He's bad Tracy Morgan didn't have a character in Wreck It Ralph because that would be everyone choice.
1: Everyone in the world should have been in Wreck It Ralph. It was yeah. the best movie. Yeah, I don't even
0: know. I really look it's forward for
1: to
2: seeing <laughs> that movie, but I haven't. It's yet.
0: It's the but Disney movie that's about like all the old school uh, uh, video game characters what? can go back and forth it's to incredible. each other's video games. Yeah. And Sarah Silverman is in is it. Is it new? Yeah, yeah. Is
3: it in theaters? It's is the only it movie like right
0: now that's out that I could take Nina to, and so I took her to it, and now there's nothing for us to see.
1: Oh, I gotta go see so it. So it's a Disney movie, but it's also. Rise of like, the
0: Guardians.
2: That's, man, that's
1: like. Fuck that. The animation uh, is whack. The, the fun like is wacky, too.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. My friend go did, did the G art movies. direction for that. Oh, <laughs>
1: man. I, I can give him some <laughs> Helveticas. Like, I, when, what was the movie, the M. Night Shlum? Shlum? <laughs> Uh, the last airbender so Ugh. so th- so like they use this sort of like kind of mystical lord of the ringish font and now they use that for every movie it's like every movie has like the guardians in it or the champions or something it's like we are the owls of Gohul. i don't know it's just a bummer
0: wait but, but we were talking before your battery died we were talking about Cory Booker oh yeah i love that guy um and right now he's he's taking the food stamp challenge yeah so uh, th- there's another there's a famous chef whose name is like Anthony Tagliatelli. Yeah, he or did it too. Shit. yeah, the guy with the ponytail. Yeah, uh, he did it, and there it was. Uh, it was on a, uh, a web news outlet, and there were all of these people like complaining in the comments. They were like. No, it's totally more than thirty-eight dollars a week, or you know, whatever. Like, I know people that get seventeen hundred dollars a month. That's what someone left full, on my Facebook. Stamps.
3: Some dude was like, oh, "I get way more than that." I was like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, like that's <laughs> like, the point. Congratulations!
0: congratulations. Yeah. Like that—that's the point. Is that—is that, is that uh, these people are doing great and just pretending that that they're doing poorly because they're on food stamps? There was a thing that somebody shared on Facebook that was uh, like, "Only in America are millionaires jealous of." Uh, people on welfare you know and it's exactly that like people just bitching but it's
1: crazy i think i think just in general we live in a culture of bitching oh my god it's it's it whatchamacallit especially you know kind of being being tied into just every possible conceivable form of social media it's like you know me personally i find myself detaching from that so much more. Oh, I have a game. Just because it's Delete like,
3: the person that complains. Yeah, because in pe- your feed. people just
1: want to complain about everything, says the guy complaining about complaints. Yeah, you know, yeah it's, really. It just, but But I think that when you tie in sort of like this kind of simmering class warfare that exists in America, it's like it's one thing to be negative. It's another thing to be frustrated. And I think that when you combine those two, creates this sort of like gumbo of shit that you know that, that, that really infects cares. people. yeah it just it just infects the way that people think and it's like it's 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 tedious you know i'm i'm, I'm always going to be much more excited by things that someone likes and something that they want to enthuse about as opposed to something that they want to bitch about so it's like when when people just get into that sort of complaining about everything Delete. opinion about everything it's just sort of like man i i gotta i'm not even gonna be a part of this
0: yeah i mean that's that's uh uh, you have to deal with this a lot because of your label and, and like people having opinions about shit. But and you used to work at the Fader, with music journalism. I feel like your approach is is right on, um, which is th- like don't review every single thing and talk about like eh this is okay. But you know it's like pick the things that you really like and then share them with people and talk about why they make you feel a certain way, which is like what somebody like Sasha Frae Jones does instead of. Uh, you know herb magazine where they review a thousand cds a month or whatever like there's not a thousand good cds like just pick the ones that are good you have no obligation to like
1: yeah I mean also too is like not just music writing but any writing you know the stuff that's that's good and is enjoyable to read is the one where there's there's some kind of uh, idea being played with you know what I mean and I think that a lot of the things is that there's there's not really ideas there's not like this sort of you know, there's not ideas circulating. It's just picking at things. It's not. It's it's not even talking about the, this is the way I feel, which is sort of like a, a kind of a small idea in the in in the grand scheme of things. But it's just sort of like, you know, just talk about something.
2: Yeah, it's hard. I think that's relates back to why there's so much negativity. It's just so easy to be negative, and it's also so easy to kind of let loose an unfinished idea on the internet right now, and it, like without. Developing what your thought is without developing what your song idea, whatever it is, and so it's kind of like you know if you can incubate something into long a longer period of time, it's going to become more developed and maybe gain that uniqueness that it needs i mean that's
0: kind of what's hard about it too though is is when you're writing about music uh or any art you're not sitting on an album for six weeks, you know what i mean like and it and it's so much about the context like when Frank ocean's album came out. Everybody was kind of talking about how he's bisexual because he had just, you know, had some songs on his album about that and and announced it on his Tumblr. But like it totally fucked with the way that everybody thought about it. Whereas if you were going to talk about that album, you know, several months after it came out and you've sat with it for a while, it'd be a totally different review.
2: Right. People would be talking about it more like they talk about Kendrick Lamar's album.
3: Do I get a late pass on Frank Ocean because I just started liking him last week? <laughs>
2: that means that you actually have the purest yeah. perception of what his album <laughs> is about. <laughs> like, I have
3: no idea, but I just recently was like, this is really good. I'm going to listen to it again. I again. expected
0: something really different from it, I think, and it was a lot more sort of uh, conservative than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like all these wild ideas and and like crazy mashup-y like, you know, kind of like an R&B version of Outkast or something. No, it's just and it's like a young solid. dude like yeah.
3: singing love like it's cool. Well, no, but I think yeah, I think good. that it's it, it's cool that here's
1: here's somebody that that you know is really into songcraft in like the kind of classic sense and I think that that's sort of the thing where it's like a lot of people are stylists. You know what I mean? A lot of people are sort of like they understand like this is the mood that I want to make it's, like, the same way, like, these are the fonts that I pick out for my Tumblr. Like, these are the, the photos that I put on that shit to sort of represent who I am. But it's not really d- doing anything. It's not really making, like, a grand statement or doing something like writing a song with a big soaring hook or with, like, a, you know, a, a, a narrative like he has on his records. I think people are, are you know, a, a lot of people shy away from making those sort of larger statements because it's like you, you're instantly judged by it.
0: Well, and it, and it also has the potential to to come out really corny. I mean, yeah, that's exactly, a really exactly. Fine well, it's like like
1: a like a, like a band like Fun, for instance. Oh god! Like you, no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, you, you 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 watch them, and you're like you're like, what the fuck is this rent? You know, musical theater ass dude doing like spinning around in a trench coat.
3: That was exactly what I thought. But, I was
1: yo, like, what but, is this? But look, but he's that that is his thing that he wants to do that no one else is doing right now. No one else is, is fucking with it, you know, probably for a good reason. But he, this is his thing, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to be so over the top with this shit, you know, just nuts on the table, fucking music. It's important, because so much stuff is, is done like opinions by committee. Like, if somebody oh, was focused grouping... I just grouping, can't,
0: though. It's fun.
1: whack, but put that to the side for a second And it's like, if somebody's there kind of focus grouping Like, oh, this is what a band should be This is what a record should be, da-da-da Which is how the fucking sausage is made With all that shit Like, no one would, would come up with fun No, no you, would, you couldn't put yeah, Ten no, enough, yeah. label people in a room And be like, oh yeah, this is the thing But oh no, but uh, you know because You have like a Puerto Rican guy, you know what I mean It's like <laughs> it, No one would come up with the shit that they did But they were like, yo, fuck it, we're gonna do our thing and clearly, it worked for them. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, it's it's like the opposite of Black Eyed Peas. Um, but, but, it, but the thing Black is, 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 it, is, is it, good I feel like
1: w- to go back to the whole thing about like you know music writing, music journalism. I would love to read someone say s- something interesting about those guys about fun. I I don't care about them. I don't care about their music. I would love to read someone smart talk about them. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, Julianne did a thing on like LMFAO For Billboard a while back Shout out to Jay Shepard And LMFAO is sort of like a punchline For a lot of people But like there's That's a story Like their whole fucking thing Whatever it is that they do That's way more interesting Than people kind of like splitting hairs About like various rappers You know what I mean Like
3: I wasn't mad at the LMFAO entire production when I went to the show. And
1: like, those guys, you the, know, but it, the, the, yeah. the whole background it is was it one thing?
3: thing. Maggie, like, Maggie yeah. and
2: I played with them like right before they got stratospheric. Like, after shots, but before a party rock anthem. Okay. <laughs> and it was a really interesting time because you kind of could, like... I mean, we were playing at a university. It was like University of Rochester or something. And, like, they had they were like going towards big stage production but it was
1: still like super super budget yeah, if 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 you forget about the whole you know sort of like sons of gordy shit you know rockwell is my bro like just what they are musically and career wise is mad interesting like the dude used to make beats for like amad and all just random west coast kind of guys super super boom bap and then he would go to see AM shit and Mike B, you know, and got super open on that as that was sort of taking over L.A. And then found the sort of, like, pop angle to take with that. Like, those guys put Baltimore Club on the radio before any of the club dudes did. You know what it's I mean? It's true. Like, and
3: if you listen to, like, old Rodley, it's, like, old samples of Lil John, Like, yeah. And then it's, like, the same shit but with yeah. Lil John, Like, it's, <laughs> it's so weird, like, like when you listen to the old. And stuff they re- like, they did a
1: thing. They 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 created it, and it act, to, to me reaching that level of sort of like just mass consciousness is so rare and kind of hard to do. Like people complain about pop music, but everybody can't do it. A lot of people try, and I think a lot of the reason why you know stuff can be shitty is because you have all of these like sort of failed stabs at doing something that you're not really about, but like. It's difficult to 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 be the guys that come up with a song that you could have <laughs> fucking hamsters dance to in the Kia commercial.
0: Yeah, how you know much, what I mean. Um, like, do you, I, I don't know a whole lot about them, but how much of them did they have teams of songwriters and producers and all that shit? Like you like you hear about like Rihanna's writing camps and so forth. Like I don't think I don't think it gets
1: that for, deep. I mean, it's like almost everybody that's doing any type of major label pop music has a team. Around them, but it's like so do people making quote unquote cool indie music. Like I, I think that it's it it's 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 kind of crazy how um you know collaboration in that respect is sort of stigmatized as like you know people think that there's like you know Svengali you know sort of doing all of this prefab stuff. Like everything is a team effort. You know what I mean? I think that the the sort of like the kind of auteur myth is so strong with with music across the board but it's not re- the reality of it is so And it's really today. never
2: been like that and it's never been the like it's like and, and and i almost think that i see that in the in the you know quote independent world i think it's actually almost becoming more accepted to see people having you know to breaking down the auteur it's
1: good i think that that myth. shit is healthy because it's like yeah. working working on something with people is fun as fuck you know what I mean? Like when something is a sort of team effort and everybody's psyched on it and you've you've made something, you've created something, it's like it's, it's such a satisfying feeling. But like from, from a sort of the way things are perceived from like a critical standpoint, it's like, yo, when those motherfuckers got together in the room and wrote diamonds, they must have been so psyched when Diamonds was done. Like, they just sat there and really like, yo, we made Totos Africa times this. <laughs> like, if I made Diamonds, I would be walking around for weeks at a time just fucking... With with my earphones in, like seeing that, like, yeah, check me out. Look at my fucking dick. I made diamonds. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> As a girl. <laughs>
2: All I'm girls. Saying, even more so.
1: Even more that's so like, to have yeah, that.
2: Sia, Sia was like, look at my dick, I made diamonds. <laughs> like, I know, like, like, no, you Sia. Know, like, <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying.
3: Like
1: like the, the, the level yeah. of, of 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 stentacity
3: in in that in that room. Can I ask you a question about that, actually? I noticed on the radio in Miami that every time they would play Diamonds, they would say, Sia wrote this, Sia wrote this. So they have some sort of like deal, you think, where they have to announce that? Like, No, no, I don't they, think he so. She doesn't even have
0: a feature on it.
3: She they, on the radio in Miami, every time they play Diamonds. But did do they, do they, do they play her song, did they play
1: her song with David Guetta on the radio in Miami? Yes, and okay, they say so the same thing. that's probably why. Yeah. Because she's featured on the Guetta shit, you know, But and yeah, I think too, her. now that, yeah. now
3: yeah. I, you know. But I've just never, ever heard any song on the radio, where well, the like, person's look, announcing who wrote it. If you're
1: an artist from the most smallest internet Tumblr ass rap dude,
3: Tumblr ass rap to
1: people on the radio, yeah. you have to control the the self mythology of you as an artist. So that's why everybody's like, here's my behind the scenes of making the video, of making the behind the scenes of making <laughs> the JPEG. You know, it's like it it all is. It, everybody's doing that. So if you're a songwriter, you make this big hit. But then you post, like, the 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 iMovie video of you in the hotel room kind of singing it all, like, acoustic and powerful and shit. And then it's like, oh, man, that guy's a dope songwriter. He did this thing. So it's like, yeah. you know, she's putting up her demo well, version the demo, yeah. of the thing. But that's, I mean, there's only going to be more of that. I think it's great when stuff can be sort of demystified. You know what
0: I mean? I, I think, think that, it's,
3: that's really cool that they're doing that. Yeah. It's funny though, Nick, because
0: because what you're saying about the collaborative thing kind of contradicts what you were saying before about fun. Because you're saying this is one person's vision, whereas something like Rihanna is really made no, by I, committee. I, it,
1: yeah, I mean, I I don't think that I was, I don't think those two things are necessarily like mutually exclusive. It's not like one is. Yeah, one I think thing that there's a, a difference
2: thing. with when one is done when they're done well. You know, like I think Diamonds is, I guess, you're saying an example when that. Process is done well with people working together, and something like fun is something that never would have happened yeah, by people Co- working. Collaboration
1: together. Collaboration can ruin shit, right? Lord knows, <laughs> you know. It's like, but I think when everybody's on the same page and it and it's a sort of like how how when we were talking about uh, you know people that are good at improv and how improv is about kind of like including everybody. It's like when when people who are good at what they do are improvising some crazy shit can happen when people who don't know shit from shit are just giving opinions on something you know that's that's that's
0: collaboration gone completely wrong i saw something on channel 13 recently where they they were doing like the david geffen story did you see that uh i haven't watched it yet yeah you would but really I... like it and and i want to see more more of that because i feel like so much of, of all this is like Uh, executives are demonized you know like marketing people are lampooned uh, and uh, that there was that novel kill your friends where they're you know taking the piss out of uh, 90s uh, A&Rs and all that but I want to know about like that that's that's part of the business that hasn't been demystified to me is uh who are the who are the guys who signed you know the 7 or 8 bands that I like from the last yeah, 10 years Yeah
1: no that that kind of thing is super interesting to me like on a, on a personal level because you know it's something that I kind of do myself but like it it is it, it is a weird thing where it's like you know no one wants to admit that like oh yeah the 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 label helped me out you know what i mean or like the um, my lawyer r- really worked out this cool thing that allowed me to do blah 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 like the 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 sort of business aspect of it is treated as as sort of the the antithesis of the creative side where it's like, yo, you could be creative at business. You know what I mean? Like you can be the ill fucking artist of law. You know what I mean? I love our lawyer. He's dope. Shout out to Craig.
3: Shout out to Craig, the lawyer.
0: Uh, Jess, you played uh, with the 69 boys. Yeah.
3: Tell me about that. It was like the house party of my dreams, but it was actually happening. Um, I was exactly what you thought like they sang, like they're great hits but like a really decent set. You were there, right, Nick?
1: It was so fun.
3: It was like and then right before they went on, they were like, Yo, will you DJ for us? And I was like, Oh fuck, (laughs) are you fucking serious right now? That's
0: some rapper shit.
3: Yeah, totally. So, like, so what
0: did they have? Did they have a, uh, a CD or
3: li- or a they USB? Had a stick? USB and a CD. They were like, which one's easier? So I just did yeah. CD. How
0: many songs did they do?
3: Um, they did. They did like a giant medley. But the last song that they did was like their version of the Electric Slide, and like oh, the dude, whole so place to the Electric so Slide, and like oh shit, it was just a serious. There's like just so much love in that room. <laughs> me and awesome. Aris and Mark just looked at each other and like group hugged each other and was like this is the best thing ever <laughs> <laughs> and of course like when they played Tootsie Roll I like had to get down and do it with them because I was DJing for them but I was just like I'm never gonna have a chance to do the Tootsie Roll <laughs> with the 69 boys ever again probably so, so
0: is Mixpack gonna do Rex and Effects next year
3: or? uh I don't, I don't know. how do we t- even top that I don't even know snow like, maybe yeah maybe I'll we'll get snow k7
0: <laughs> is that what they're
3: <laughs> called
1: Snow is also really dope in a movie with Q-Tip.
3: The same movie? I actually gotta
2: no, check out the K7 movie. Wikipedia page when the, I get home.
1: The, uh, whatchamacallit, it, <laughs> Prison Song? They play it on BT all the time. So Snow plays a racist prison guard who eventually learns <laughs> the error of his ways. Elvis Costello plays a crooked judge. What? Uh, Q-Tip is the protagonist of the tale. Um, it is told in song. It is a Also rap not on film. Netflix you know what I bet you that kind of <laughs> shit would probably be on Netflix no, like, man, no man. I love that's, it I that's love another when, that's when another Netflix... like in the vault of Nick's no but cultural... Nef- Netflix scrapes a bottle of the barrel with shit like I would not be surprised if that is on Netflix
0: alright so this is the part of the show where we listen to music uh, I'm just gonna play songs without telling you what they are and then we'll talk about them
2: I know this song
3: I don't know this song Did you hear the distant cries Calling me back to my sin
2: Jess, do you recognize that voice yet? Yeah,
3: what is this? I you guys? I you knew before Calling me back
2: once. Yeah, Maggie Horn in her element, like, whoa.
3: Yeah, Totally.
2: Shout out to Screaming Trees.
3: Yeah, tell me about this.
2: This is that this is the new joint. Video dropping soon. Video already dropped.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, this is uh this is a song from the new Telephone three EP singles uh, where we took inspiration from Cameron Crowe's 1992 film movie soundtrack. It's clear, no to well, um, I didn't actually produce that song, but this guy Ryan Hemsworth, did. do you know about him? Yes. Yeah. So a few months back, we did this free cover-up EP where we took Clam's Casino beats yeah. and did early 2000s R&B songs over them. And this one, we took Ryan Hemsworth beats and did songs from the Singles soundtrack over
3: them. Oh, I didn't know you did them with his. We
2: did. Oh. So that's what that is. So that's, Wait, so it's all him? It's all him.
3: Oh, he's
0: yeah. dope.
2: He's really dope. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I wish... I'll be perfectly honest. I wish there was a better way to be able to make it clear, to give him credit because I did give him, we did give him credit in the best way we thought possible, which is not in the actual song track because that seems disingenuous to say produced by Ryan Hemsworth because it's not. But I don't want to, I didn't, we didn't want to have it be like, look like a mashup where it's these two songs because it's not a mashup either. And the way that we've always done it with telephoned is to just give that person credit and, the description of the song which is what he did but with this one in particular because his tracks are a little bit less well known you know it's not like an A$AP Rocky song like with Clams Casino um there's people who I feel like don't know yeah him. I was
0: wondering about this because the, like there's stuff on here that sounds like machine drum and you don't really produce music like that right like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you could you know, but, well, but I haven't heard it from you, and right? So that that, um, that yeah. doesn't surprise me to hear this. No,
2: writing. so yeah. I didn't. So on the single stuff, it's all Ryan, and the but on that level of me producing stuff like that, that is what's currently happening in the telephoned shop. Is I'm, um, you know, I think that Maggie and I have been really inspired by some of this trippier sounding rap production, um, and I think that for Maggie that's really like her heart that's like where her inspiration lies and has always lied yeah that's where Um, it started yeah and so um, and really when I go back to the first stuff that I was making it's like these weird like DJ shadowish like trip-hop beats and so I've been trying to go back to ten years ago for me and she's been sort of reaching into what she's all about and I think that's kind of where we're going with the telephone original music and hopefully it'll kind of fall in line with this stuff that we've been doing it'll be i hope seem really similar to to that to the cover up stuff that we've been doing and so it's really fun and it's been really great like just creatively to feel like like there's a direction with something you know cuz like there's um i don't know like i feel like with making music sometimes i've said this a lot that like i sit down and i feel like it, it's almost like I could do anything like there's an, there's any number of different types of music that I could sit down and make on a blank canvas and it's just like I don't even know what to do sometimes and so it's cool that with this kind of stuff and with the singles we've kind of I feel like creatively we're on Sounds to something cool we're like because like I really direction. got yeah I got like really obsessed with the idea of bounds in the summer of like creating boundaries yeah. to things I like it kind of started from like even from just DJing with like a USB stick like I started doing that with when I was DJing with Mike B as 15th and it's sort of like conversation yeah and it sort (laughs) of like opened up I was just like man I've never thought about how this is great in its own way and trying to think about that with music production and creation too has been really helpful to just think about certain projects as okay like what what does this have to be like how do? what does this have to exist in
0: it makes you commit more
2: yeah yeah I think it's it's like you can really be more creative and actually
1: for you guys because you actually have good taste like I think, <laughs> no you. And, and, and you know I, I think a lot of people sort of get hung up on like man I need to do something conceptual you know what I mean like 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 the, like the people that do the fucking mashup shit where it's like hey look this is the word from one thing and the word from another <laughs> thing look at me you know like that's fucking corny
0: Come you know, on, son! I'm sitting right here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: wow, cold. <laughs>
1: but you know what I'm saying? It's like oh, no, like, I know exactly. Like the yeah. the way that you guys do things, you know, you, you'll do something that you know is is sort of linked by by mood. Yeah. You don't realize by, you're talking over a song right now. As opposed to just...
2: Dude, this is the this is the sleeper. This right now, the song is playing right now, is like the sleeper track. Of the year, in my opinion. I played saxophone on it, but the thing about this song is that this is like... Oh, I'm playing saxophone now. I'm just going to talk over me playing saxophone. This is like... I really hope that these guys do more music that sounds like this because it is an entire... Like subgenre of music This is not Free Magic This is Meeson This band That Nacy Oh,
3: Nacy's band Yeah, yeah.
2: From DC yeah,
3: really um,
0: cool. TNA is putting out Another Meeson EP it's, there, There's four there songs go. But it, uh, uh, They're finishing it up now So that's gonna be out In January That's awesome And this
2: is on it That's great Cause this song Needs to get more people Into it Because It's uh, It's just like Yeah I'm really into it I'm very into it What do you need? Headphones? She has has like um, a kind of like beach house type swag going on, but it's like a little bit more in the like 80s current disco revivalist world, which I think is a a lane that they should really do more with. I mean,
1: people get it fucked up when they sing too much, you know what I mean? Especially over dance music. It's like, you know, you have to kind of have, be like the perfect sort of fit it and I think that they have a good balance where it's like if it was if it was
0: more over the top it wouldn't it wouldn't work she's got a great thick voice but too. no but that's the thing that's
1: half the problem is like when people have a good voice like most people can't sing for shit so they're good you know but if, if you actually do have that sort of talent it's almost like you have to rein it in at points because other times it's
3: it's why Christina Aguilera shouldn't do pop Kirk music Kirk Franklin
2: down right that's and that's like the main thing that I've that that this band thing that i was working that i've been working with like the main thing i'm doing with them is trying to tell them that like i've been working with these these guys these two this uh, guy and a girl on their album and they are both amazing songwriters but they're trying to make an album that's basically like a dance music album but that's songs so it still needs to have songs but it it needs to have less. It needs to be less songy than they would imagine in order to work at all in the dance music world, or else it's just going to be like too much singing. Like you're saying too songy.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Dance music has long sections where where nobody's playing anything. It's just it's just drums and setting some shit up. I
2: mean, I don't think I don't stuff. think I don't <laughs> think every I don't think it has to be like that but there's certain things that really don't work when you have a dance music yeah well, it's stuff. like
1: it's it's like you know when you're when you're adding guitar to a track like there's just, no yeah you know what i mean it's like you, you have just the right amount and it's and it's cool and it's sort of buried in the mix it adds like depth to it when there's when it's too much it's like oh man i just cranked the fucking cheese dick knob to 11 like it's not
0: <laughs> so here's a here's a jubilee song come
3: on get it get it Get it, get it, get it. Get Is this you it. saying get it? No, it's diamond. Did you see her new tattoo?
1: Come on. She, oh, yeah. She she tattooed a <laughs> uh, Chanel monogram uh, panties on her ass. So it's Come like on. it's like getting underwear tattooed on your ass.
3: Yeah. Did you see the Trina mixtape cover? Come on. Yeah,
2: that was something.
3: Come on. Sorry. <laughs> Come on.
1: I like the coming uh, to my planet. Oh, <laughs> keyboards on this song.
3: This, yeah. I mean, I tried to like do a kind of tribute to every Florida song that was on the radio really late at night, and I was just kind of driving around a lot really late.
0: I I
1: think that that's one of the things that a lot of uh, that that a lot of producers, especially in like New York and in uh, sort of you know big metropolitan areas, miss out on is the whole driving driving. to music. Because it's like for me, it's essential to sort of figuring out when I when I I listen back to mixes, when I listen to any music, not even my own, but like I need I need to have the car. Listen. I I actually
2: think that one of the the things that made me like sure That Crystal Park Year mix is Like one of my Top mixes of the year Was that I listened To the whole thing When I was driving I was going up To go apple picking With Mari up Like upstate And it was just like The dopest soundtrack For that particular Fall excursion That I could possibly imagine
1: thank you Yes well, It's, like, it was it's great. like what we were Talking about before but like the Frank Ocean album Or like Kendrick Or some shit like that You could listen to it the day it comes out in the office after you just download it, it and be like, oh, this is I." Or you could spend an hour just without any distractions, without doing anything else, just sort That's of thing. soaking into the it. There's so
2: much competition for attention like with anything you
1: do. No, but it's important. It's like there, there are certain things that I like to sort of like audio visually multitask. You know what I mean? Like if I have to do design work for something... I like to do it with, like, an old movie or some shit on in the background because it's like it, it, it's like you're, you're, you're taking one sense out of the equation and it allows your brain to kind of free up different things. I can't listen to music and do that necessarily. Or I, I can't listen to music and do anything else because I need to give it my full attention. I wish
0: I could listen to music while I was making music.
3: I think that all the time, Yeah, actually. I think that too.
0: It's very yeah. real. Like,
3: <laughs> but my thing with, da- with dance music like this is, like, When I was younger I lived about 40 minutes from Miami and I went to Miami like every night. So I had all these mixtapes that like got constant. Flip. My sister, who does not listen to any of this stuff, knows it all because I used to drive her to school. These mixtapes like wouldn't leave my car, and you would be like in you're going to a rave like in your weird zone, and it was always a really long drive. So I think that that's like how I got into dance music and like. It
0: makes me think of Mr. Fingers doing the Cupid Shuffle, the <laughs> song. What we
1: call it? Can uh, I quote that? <laughs> speaking of raves, Kickwear is back. Shut up. Yes. Kickwear is back. The fat pants are, are being are manufactured. Are they still fat or are they oh, like very jeans? much so? Yeah. Oh
3: man. The Which day we'll that Jenko came out with girls' jeans, I remember <laughs> the day like, yo, I'm not kidding. Yo. I was so stoked. <laughs> shout
2: out, shout out to Pacific Somewhere.
3: <laughs> Ser- no, but it was Chess King. Chess King was the first store to have Jenkos and they hadn't have like, that
2: up north. It was all Paxon. That was the only thing that had Jenkos. Chess King yeah. and
3: Merry here? Oh of course. Yeah.
1: Whatchamacallit. Yeah. I was scanning a bunch of uh pictures the other day to uh to have throwback Friday, uh, Thursday Instagram material on deck. Um and yeah I didn't I had six months of throwback Thursday dude dude I'm about to beast wow in the game
2: um what, you, what, this was when you were home
1: yeah I was I was cleaning my house and I and I was like man this this box of pictures is mad big let me put it into a smaller box because that's what boring adults do um and and there were all these really good ones and I was like man I gotta scan these and in the in the process of scanning them I was like the the sort of big pants era I didn't really I didn't really. Pull that one off because, like, my pants were never so big that they were funny, but they were just like bad, like, like bad clothes. Like give like, us a brand. I'm looking at I'm looking at my high school clothes and I'm like, man, this is the worst I ever dressed. But like, but like sixth grade, like fourth through You're maybe too young about for cross
0: colors, fourth right? through no. maybe
1: about seventh grade so swagged out like it it amazes me that I, I was no. so you're saying like you're that.
2: only gonna post cool pictures yes. of no, yes. like
1: you it it on go goes <laughs> no 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 it goes back <laughs> to like, you gotta control your uh, I post horrible oh, ones of me She's with like an
3: own. alien shirt on wow. but that's the thing my shit isn't
1: even so horrible to be funny it's just sort of like ah oh, this is a fucking guy I do have a good one of um <laughs> when when I was in maybe like post it, it might have been like maybe like senior do you have school, long alternative senior. hair I have a good one of blonde uh, catch stubs in the sort of like college being in bands era and then another good band picture of recording at some kind of studio playing guitar in like a super super big baby blue mecca
3: t-shirt yes. oh I wore all that stuff too but the best shit
1: is, is sort of like you know like when Nirvana came out and I had longer hair and like really funny oversized it. clothes <laughs> and knew. then like and then going back even younger where it's like oh look your teeth are missing there's, I always think when I think about this, that
2: there's this picture of me with my two younger brothers. We're on the beach and I have bright blonde hair because it used to turn blonde in the summer and it's like waved off to the side and I have one of those uh, bracelets that's like a sh- ship bracelet. What is it? You know what I'm talking about? Like it's like white and it's knit. Yeah, what is that thing called? Like a friendship bracelet? It's not a friendship bracelet. Is it like woven a of, of a, no, a rope? It's, no, it's made out of rope. It's like a rope braided rope bracelet. It's like something that like it's mad like seafaring. <laughs> Anyways, that photo is the best that I've ever looked in my entire life. I need to find that. Find that Posted photo. It on Throwback Thursday. It's like I look like a rock star, and I'm like ten. Yeah, you're gonna I'm need to send it. that to me
0: to put on the uh, to put on the, the website. Nice, it's gonna be for my my, my picture for small talk. Yes, is I'm me totally with my with hair, that. like my bracelet. Okay, here's another song. This just came out on Fool's Gold uh, this week.
1: For the home listeners, this is A-Track featuring GTA, a track called Landline, There's about to be a cartoon voice that I enjoy very much. Ooh. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's electronic dance music.
2: Is this the creation of Toon Trap?
3: Here's the trap. <laughs>
1: So tight.
0: Tune. so tight This really surprised me That, that he had something with his tempo But I know that he He's got to play music like this
1: No, it's good I mean, I, I think that in, in general You know Music should be As diverse as possible Especially in the world of Like electronic music Not like when you're a band You could be like, hey, this is my reggae song, this is my fucking hardcore song, this is my country song, da-da-da. In dance music, especially if you're naturally playing all kinds of shit, why wouldn't you make all kinds of shit? I agree. You know what I mean? mean? It's like, Why wouldn't
0: you, but most people don't, though. Most people don't, and and I think that sucks,
1: and and I think a lot of times when people do and, and kind of like stretch out It comes off very forced yeah. Like sort of like Oh yeah, let me check these boxes off On my fucking census of making yeah. a dance EP.
0: But Well this is the Tuna Melt EP And uh, all the songs are very different um, Because they're all features um, So he has one with Oliver uh, Which is really good uh, Shout out to the Vaughn and them um, And... Uh, wait, what are, the, what are the other ones? Uh, there's a
1: collaboration with uh,
0: Galantis, who's sort of yeah, like that's a, the one I didn't it's know. It's a
1: super group of sorts with like a lot of the um, Swedish producers, like Style of Eye and those guys. Okay, um, and then one with yeah, that was uh, very Tommy like Traffic. Electro-y It's dope. That that one to me is is, I mean this this one I I've, I've grown to really like a lot, but for a while the um, Galantis song was my favorite of the batch, just because like it has like that kind of like wiggle. To it, you know what I mean. And, and another thing with 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 this EP in particular is that like these songs, like it's dance music and it can get very hard. But it has like a bop to it. It has like a funkiness to it.
0: I love that you pointed at the sky when nobody would ever fucking see
2: That needs to be his photos. And- H tracks stays funky. That's true. Like even if
1: it's hard, it's funky. That's why. This it's it's so crazy to me. Like like, this this is this is a very fun and very free time for music. You know what I mean? It's like, and this goes back to the whole shit with motherfuckers complaining about nothing. It's like, yo, you can do whatever you want. You can make whatever you want. Yes, it's true that there's probably more shit out there than ever before, but there's also more good music. Than ever before. There's more good music than I really have, like, the human hours to process. There is
3: so much good music. There is so much good music. Like, that I can't even deal with it. And just like we were saying before, like, music is shit now. It's like, motherfucker. Get off SoundCloud and like look like stop looking at what other people like and like. So please, this, so, you this, so
2: you think this could fi- finally be my time then? The guy who never makes a song that sounds the same as another song. You know what? It's one of those <laughs> things where it's like
1: you have to make what you like. You know what I mean? Well, you can't. I do that. You can't, <laughs> You have to look, look from a from a from a pure sort of business marketing perspective. You can't predict what's going to work or not. You can you can be strategic. You can be thoughtful. Uh, you know you can sort of like look at what works and what doesn't and, and try and like glean lessons from it. But you can't predict it. You know what I mean? You can't. And you and you certainly can't make decisions based on trying to like second guess that shit because then nobody's happy. You know what I mean? At least if you're doing what you want to do and what you're really psyched about and what you're most enthusiastic and inspired by, you've made something that you love. Like what's better than that?
3: I agree, and and everybody that you see really make it and really do well is like different because they did their thing and they stuck to what they really like. Like in the end, if you look at all your friends that have kind of like like come up just through doing that weird different thing that they like, that's the thing that they get pointed out for all the time. Yeah, it's and like just if 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 your
1: thing is is doing a bunch of different shit, you have to just own it. You know what I mean? And it's like, some people, they own one thing very specifically. That's awesome. Some people own being a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yo, this, this is what I associate with you. Re, your, your talent and whatever you are bringing to the table in that respect, I do not associate that with you.
0: I associate your, your bitchery. <laughs> your bitchery. Name names or are yourself. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about Dead 5 here?
1: No, man. Yo, you know what? Dead Mouse is the most Dead 5 motherfucker he can be. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> that's certainly true.
1: And and I but but that's the thing. It's like I I'm good with one dead mouse. I don't need fucking slightly live mouse and the other like three tiers. It's like everyone wants <laughs> slightly to wants, wants to sort <laughs> of so, yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, like sling sling, mouse. sling <laughs>
0: mouse. You know what I mean? Eight's mouse <laughs> <ill though, laughs> people people like to because eight's mouse could have two fives in it. <laughs> wow.
1: wow. Conceptual. I mean, people like to complain about, like, you know, Skrillex and shit like that, but yo, let, let there be Skrillex. I don't need fake Skrillex. That's for damn sure. But but having let
3: there be
0: Skrillex. But having him be his thing, like, that's dope. I'm glad there's Skrillex. You know what, though? I, lo- I love, like, that Kill the Noise, like, takes the Skrillex shit and just pushes it even further, he, too. Yo, because he does not Jake's have a, new shit has, like, it's these crazy. crazy
1: Dungeons and Dragons ass violin interludes, and and I love it because when I listen and the to choir it, when I when I when, so I, when I listen Dobras to it, I hear the 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 wheels in his head turning, and right, like, yeah. I think about the joy that that kind of shit him. It's like, for me, when I sit down to make music, you know, I can get, you know, frustrated with the more technical aspects of it. Like, I like being able to write something and have it sound a certain way, but when it comes to, like, tweaking synthesizer patches and shit, like, that doesn't fucking spin my bow tie. But I know that for Jake, it does, and that when he sits there and is tweaking the fucking EQ curve... In some shit, it, like he's really psyched about it, and when he, he's struggling with it, and, and I and I'll see him tweet like, "Fuck this fucking thing," and then he then there's the breakthrough, and like you know that that's such a satisfying feeling of like sort of like, yes, I did it, I
0: made this, this is my shit. Yeah, especially because his music uh, has so much going on, you know, that's got to be really hard hard music to to engineer.
1: Yeah, I was I was listening to all the um, to all the uh, submissions we did a bunch of remix contests and so you know it's it's crazy the the rise of uh, artist like Zed, for instance who sort of famously came to prominence after winning a Beatport contest like out of, sort of middle of nowhere Europe or wherever the fuck he's from like just instantly just burst on the scene by winning this contest so we're like yeah hell yeah let's throw some contests let's find some fucking child prodigies and shit and listening through the,
0: the contest entries was like oh my god God, what were we thinking? You know, because it's That's like, why I've never done that before, because it's just excruciating. It,
1: it's super excruciating, but it's like you could do whatever you want for this contest. We're giving you the parts. You could do anything. And then when you get back, you're just sort of like, oh, this is kind of a half-baked idea. This is sort of like someone trying to do something else. With Without a doubt, the ones that stood out in every instance were the ones that had the most personality of their own.
0: I mean, that's why there's more YouTube tutorials on how to sound like Dead Mouse than there are I mean, Dead Mouse. You need to learn that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like when people are
1: learning to play guitar, like you're you're practicing solos note for note. It's like you do need to learn. The, the technical side of it, in order to forget it, in order to kind of craft your own thing.
0: Yeah, and until then, you should not be allowed to have a SoundCloud account. <laughs> well, it is. Even like have it's a It's difficult, man.
1: It's difficult. It's it's so difficult because it's like it. And and for for kids now, it's like you really are growing up in public. Creatively, you are doing your awkward phase in front of all these people, and especially if you're halfway ambitious. You're doing all this shit and being annoying about it and bothering me with, with you know, this fucking stuff. And it's like, you can't give everyone sort of like pinpoint feedback at all times because you would, you would spend months, years
0: doing that. Yeah, I stay off of the, uh, off of the TNA SoundCloud and I let, um, Jelani, uh, Titsworth's boy, listen to all the demos and then send us stuff that's good because... I just can't. I can't. I can't be the person who who listens to that and then has to tell people. But stuff I mean, that's a, that's
1: it. a good point too. Is that like you know what? For you, that kind of thing is extremely tedious for a number of reasons. But for him, I just don't have the time. But but for him, he's providing a service to you guys and being like an active part of the team you know what i mean it's like that's another um, one of the most important things that i've learned uh, as far as like trying to to be successful and grow and 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 no shit and not fuck it up is just delegating and and sort of like helping everybody kind of do something that they feel like they're really contributing because they are yeah it's not like you're just sort of like hey you know go lift some shit for me and i'll give you a happy face sticker it's like everyone is actually you know contributing some stuff and it's awesome yeah I can't wait to be doing more delegating in my life. Well, people want to do it. Yeah. This is
3: the best thing ever.
1: Oh, yeah, this is my... my this shit.
3: is, Nick, my favorite MP3 in the world right now. Pop that. pop that party break. Yeah, this is fun. It's like,
1: it's it's fun to just have... Rewind, rewind. <laughs> it's fun rewind. To, just, to just have stuff to, to, to play out. And it's like, you know... It, I I called it a party break because that's what it is. Like it's I took I a took a bunch of things break. from other records, you know, and and just put them together the way I felt like putting them. And together. every time
3: I play it, someone runs up like, what the fuck, what is this? And then they look at it. They're but like, I miss that yeah, shit totally. though. I think I think
1: I think half the time when people make like here's you know DJ so and so remix of some shit, you know who cares? Is this getting mm-hmm. radio play? Yes. Yeah. But it's like but I but I think that like you know if if you do DJ for people and you sort of see what works and what doesn't do more of that. You know what I mean? Like all the guys that used to make awesome party breaks now make shitty big room oh, house We need more party breaks. And like it, it's just just do this.
3: Yes, this is I would best I would ever. I would
1: do this all day if I had time.
3: This the best. Thing.
1: But it's interesting. It's an interesting little little moment in music where it's like you know, whenever there is a sound, whether you know you want to call this trap, uh, you know, a, a th- the moment from when it is sort of new and novel to when there's a million imitators to when it becomes completely co-opted by you know, Will I Am or whomever. I, I would have said Lady Gaga, but. But it's it's like the thing uh, is yeah. is that like when stuff is good, it's still gonna be good. You know what I mean? But people get hung up on this sort of like vast
0: middle ground where everything is some shade of shit. I like that, that Nick's song is playing right now and he's got the headphones on one ear like yeah. like he's DJing it. <laughs> That's, That's how we roll. I want to see rap hands right now. You need
1: to start filming these. Like have the podcast up but then also have like a live stream
0: yeah. like how they do for Stern. Because clearly I've got the audio part down. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, my, my technical expertise. Be just
2: behind um, you on the eyesight camera, just like
0: oh, uh, at, at the beginning of the podcast, Sammy was was engineering it for me because I didn't know how to get four mics going uh, on uh, Ableton Live. But that's how you learned. Um, I don't know. This is uh this next thing is on um, Lucky Beard. Saw oh, somebody with a Lucky Beard tote bag the other day <laughs> on the L train.
1: Nice. What's I love um, hanging out with uh, with Fra of um, uh, Crookers and Lucky Beard. Uh, he's, he's just like a this sort of big gregarious dude. When when the hurricane happened, we were supposed to go down to D.C. to do a gig and all the trains and shit got fucked up. So we ended up driving from New York to DC. And this is like right before all the gas shit got nervous. Yeah. But like, it's funny because we we would talk about stuff like he he primarily speaks Italian, you know what I mean? But like, we would be talking about like 2 chains, and then skiing. And then like the way that, you know, taxes work in Italy and shit like that. And like we stopped in Philly to pick up um, this rapper, STS who's on uh, the Cookers EP and, and has a bunch of other stuff with them. And I can just imagine him in the back in the back of the car being kind of like, what the fuck, you know? But uh, I don't know where I was going with that tale. But I, I do like Fra, and I, and I like what, what Lucky Beard is doing because it's not commercial music in any way. Like, it's just sort of like, here are some things that I really dig and I want
0: people to... To rock with it. It's also, it's very much the kind of music that you like too, which is weird club music. Like it's all club music. I feel like I feel like the
1: vast, the vast majority of things I like are 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 taking whatever and putting weird in front of it. Even when it comes to super mainstream pop music or movies or stuff like that, you know, the stuff that I like is always something that's a little bit to the left. You know what I mean? Like even something like Robocop, which I think at this point, might be my favorite movie. It's like <laughs> I love it's I love weird. RoboCop because it is sort of like if you if you view it from like this sort of stance of like this is a movie about how Paul Verhoeven hates America, and it and is like this crazy like bitter black coffee ass satire. Like you're like yo, the, the world of RoboCop opens up. If you view RoboCop as like man, this is this is the the, the you know a, a metaphor for like the Christ story. Of like rebirth and all that stuff. You're like, yo, I, I would totally do like a like a RoboCop class, like at fucking St. John's or some shit.
3: <laughs> I would take that class.
1: Just Taking up, RoboCop can, 101. Jeff talks about RoboCop.
3: Oh, he's in my RoboCop class. <laughs> yeah, I know him.
0: <laughs> um, the the crookers broke up. They right? did. Uh. I mean, right after. That. I'm surprised, dead ass. I'm surprised
1: more DJ duos, production duos, bands. I'm surprised there's not more of that. People still treat it like it's this fucking, you know, like crazy thing that happened. It's totally natural. I don't
0: think anybody treats it like that, dude. I mean, I'm not close to no, it. No, you'd be surprised. Like it was when 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 they announced that it was just sort of
1: like, oh no, crookers are dead. And this thing that sucked is that they announced it right before we had these shows. So like, the the, well, that the, would make the timing to come out and see him. No, the opposite. they were like, oh yeah, this is, it, whatever. But the fact that it became this 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 storyline, like people picking up on the sort of over part as opposed to like that this guy is still going on to do other things part. It, it was weird to me. I mean, both of them are though, aren't they? But
3: they're all they're both doing different.
1: Everybody. Oh yeah, I think right? um, the bot is gonna do stuff under a different name, but. Uh, so
0: Fry's still DJing as, as
1: Crookers, Crookers. Yeah. And, and he's a really fun DJ too I would, I would like, change it to Crooker <laughs> This guy with the Grammar um, No, what whatchamacallit I, I, I think that, that it's An underlooked skill In this world of sort of Like producer Based um, Touring to actually be able To DJ and sort of bring this Spirit of like
0: fun do you know what a crooker is?
3: Are you looking it up?
0: I, uh, you have a computer on your phone. That's crazy, bro. Um, I, I can't remember what it is. Uh, uh, the, a crooker, the word crooker is is like the word uh, tailor or potter or whatever. It's somebody who puts a bend in something, but I can't remember w- what what they're bending. Maybe it's about bending wood. For furniture, something along those lines. Like a crooker is actually somebody who puts a crook in something in the way that, like, the word bender, you know, for the robot is he's because he's a robot that bends stuff. How ill
1: is it to get into Futurama after the fact? Like when it first came out, it was sort of like, oh yeah, this is fake Simpsons. This is kind of like bootleg. This is the this is clearly the Reebok to Simpsons Nike. But like then you get more into it and like Futurama has its own world and storytelling devices that are way 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 more funny and interesting and touching than you gave them credit for the first time oh,
0: no. <laughs> the Just urban dictionary fun. urban dictionary defines snab crooker is crab snooker to play snooker using live crabs and a pole <laughs> so you're like you're playing pool but shooting crabs <laughs> That's so weird. We haven't used the gavel. Yes! Yeah, totally. I think it's about time to wrap things up.
3: I think but we're done the, here
0: the, the, the gavel is a law and order gavel That's supposed to be a present for my dad And I opened it and it doesn't work And I'm really hoping that the batteries are dead Because shipping and handling from the NBC <laughs> store Is like six or seven dollars For this cheap ass shit And I ordered it off of Amazon What a disappointment this is
3: you should bitch about it on Facebook
0: you Bitch about it on your radio
1: show <laughs> <laughs> On your podcast On
3: your podcast
1: you can buy anything on Amazon now. Like I, I ordered, I ordered. Um, I like these sort of Brolic granola bars that they don't have next door sometimes, and uh, I just bought them by the case.
3: I got really stoned and ordered
0: a bunch of space ice cream. I'm, I'm gonna sign it. off here and hit stop because I'm hungry, <laughs> I'm
1: starving. Yeah. Do you do a, do you do do you do a recap? Like a sort of like a, like a Cliff's Notes for people that kind of you know tune in and out. Now they're finishing up the elliptical and they just want to know like what what issues of the day were RoboCop dealt with. <sighs> Robocop's definitely I think LMFAO. Important. LMFAO.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh,
3: wow.
0: <laughs> Once again this was small talk. Talk to you shortly. <laughs>